Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Hot Toddy Podcast, the podcast where the tea is spicy for your perfect nightcap. I'm your host, Nostalgic. Thank you for joining me. Hot Toddy is an audible extension of daysinnostalgia.com. I am recording on Anchor. Hot Toddy is a short podcast mixed with storytelling, munchies, and cool tone music to loosen you up. Stories include old and new that I've written. You can read them on daysinnostalgia.com. If you find a favorite you'll love to hear me read, let me know. I may or may not reveal the inspirations behind some of my stories that I read to you. That's where the tea comes in. So now that's all out the way, let's get ready to unwind for a little bit and to entertain you in between takes. You'll hear some great tunes I love to listen to when I'm relaxing. Tell me what tune gets you in the mood and more than likely, I will put it on the next episode. So let's get started. Let's start with Days in the Kitchen, where I tell you what's the cocktail of the hour and what I'm munching on tonight. So tonight's drink is called uh, Paloma, and I want to shout out my friends Pedro and Brie because they put me on to this beautiful, tasty drink. I love grapefruit. I love grapefruit soda, juice, fruit. So shout out to Brie again also because... She had me out in Atlanta drinking tequila all weekend, and I'm not a tequila person, but, you know, me and tequila are gaining a relationship, (sighs) so we're working things out. Uh, To make the Paloma, I had a bottle of Squirt, which is the Mexican version of grapefruit soda. The recipe called for one part tequila, but I did two. Sue me. (laughs) I made a little, um, like a frosé. I blended it with ice. I am sitting on someone's beach in someone's country with this drink. I love it so much. It's so tasty. It's very bitter, but the sugar or sweetness on the side just really helps so much. I love it. Now to eat munchies, we are having mozzarella sticks. I am a lover of cheese. If there's anything stopping me from living a vegetarian lifestyle, it is cheese. I love the texture. I love the creaminess. It's so good with so many things. So I enjoy a plate of mozzarella sticks every single time I hit Applebee's. That's the first thing I tell my server. To make homemade mozzarella sticks, I got packaged string cheese, breadcrumbs, and I had separate bowls for each step of this process. I had a bowl for breadcrumbs. I had a bowl for the egg mix, which consisted of... um, egg and milk and then I mixed that and then I had another bowl just to like a plate to set it down so that it can like kind of I guess the egg batter can sit with the breadcrumbs and whatnot and while that happened I had the pot to fry it in heating up and once I put the mozzarella sticks in I mean it took no time it was maybe a minute if that really I guess it really depends on the type of cheese that you use also I had used you know target brand cheese and you pat it down you have your own you know after you take it out the the, um, fryer you are good to go you have your own appetizer if any of you try a cool recipe or a hack that I do you know let me know or if you have a banger let me know I love making time for food (laughs) 
and I'll try out the recipe and everything. I do want to say shout out to my friend LeVar who made his own mozzarella sticks and he sent me pictures. It looked absolutely dope. LeVar said that he used Sargento cheese. That's that fancy cheese. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> so we are winding down a little bit. We're getting into the rub down, which is where I read you the story for the hour. Grab yourself a drink, get yourself settled in because we'll be here for a few minutes. Thank you for coming this far with me and relaxing with me. So get ready and let's get started. Welcome back and we are now in the rub down where you'll hear me read an erotica written by me called Untraditional. I wrote Untraditional back in June 2018. I based the story in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love the energy and vibrancy of the place. It was so comforting to discover recently that I have family who came from and still lives in New Orleans and small parts of Louisiana. New Orleans is just, I've been there three times already. And I know I have a fourth trip, uh, you know, hopefully. I know it will be soon, hopefully the pandemic, you know, but um, New Orleans will always have a soft spot in my heart. Untraditional, the title came to me as a spinoff of the popular cocktail Old Fashioned. I thought of the different meanings behind it, but really my first thought was seeing someone older, someone who isn't in the new school that my generation is. I will say when I was 25, I dated someone who was 50 it was quite the experience because of us being in different parts or chapters in our life and attempting to have fun i will say i did have fun with him and i would 10 10 recommend dating someone mature as the <laughs> porn category would call it now that i've spilled enough tea on that please enjoy my read of untraditional why don't you tell me your name Cherry, you're a liar. Immediately, she blushed, but she stood her ground and tucked her smirk away. Fine, Cherry. I'm Banana. Clever. Pleasure to meet you, she said. They clinked drinks. She watched the way his jaw moved as he spoke and laughed, enjoying his salt and pepper hair steal the show. His watch twinkled from the dim lights above and his two buttons undone from his collared shirt let her know he was at ease. You really know how to kick back a drink. I think we've had about five whiskeys already. He was impressed. I have to ask how old you are, she said. Conversation led to this because of how at ease he was discussing pop culture and not blinking an eye at any of her questionable lingo. Yet, his freckled brown skin and gray hair added age. 62. His answer was flat and experienced, as though he was used to always telling his age and receiving acts of surprise and astonishment. Her only response was a rise of the eyebrows and a sip from her drink. Older not your thing? I wouldn't say it's my thing or not. Never dated anyone outside my 20s age range. 
He nodded, understanding her sentiment. I'm not 62 in other areas, though. Suddenly, there was a heavy silence wedged between them. So show me. Cherry waltzed into the penthouse suite of her newly acquainted stranger friend. Her lips accustomed to the curve of his lips and the way his straight jaw locked when he picked her up. She did a quick double check to remind herself how she got here in the first place. Her impulsive decision brought her to Louisiana after a dirty divorce, a marriage that happened too quickly, longing for some type of fun, something that would take her mind off of her life back home. Home is an overstatement. She regretted her mundane lifestyle of corporate living with San Francisco's snooty population. She traded in her daily medium latte for a daily dose of New Orleans' infamous hurricane cocktail instead. Colorful doors and brick buildings lined alongside the cobblestone streets. Her sandals clicked on the pavement but could not be heard over the massive trumpet playing a few blocks away. Her trip all in her lonesome was a way to spark something new within her and explore parts of herself. So she stepped into a rustic, nearly underground bar, hidden in New Orleans, humid heat and musical-filled air. There, she clinked drinks with a man whose tie was loosened and exposed salt and pepper gray hair his brown skin coated with a light sweat and his voice filled with hope once she sat down. Kissing never stopped between the drive and the room. Next, he carried her through the door, never skipping a beat as their tongues played around. Gently, she was laid upon a huge bed. She stretched her body across the extra room alongside every angle. Streetlights illuminated the room through floor-to-ceiling windows. The hotel was modern, rustic, similar to the bar they met at. With a lofty tone, there was enough air circulating the room, but not enough to keep them cool. She was ultimately delighted to be in the presence of someone who seemed to know what he was doing. She didn't say much, but with her hands and lips... He handled her gently and firmly. He didn't let her go too far without pulling her back into his embrace. She took her clothes off without being axed, setting into the nook of the fluffy pillow top mattress. Out of surprise, he took his tie off to wrap across her eyes and his shirt to bind her wrist. Blindfolds weren't her thing because she never experienced it before. Therefore, she saw absolutely nothing, while he saw absolutely everything. Each time she tried to speak, he said, shh. She did as she was told. The makeshift blindfold was adjusted, and the tie around her wrist was firm. I'll be right back. Don't move. The way her clip peeked from between her pussy lips without being too obvious, drove him insane. He could tell she was anxious and wet, but he was amazed at her patience. 
She was calm, allowing him to relax in her presence. She felt him go and come back. Her hearing was supersonic as she could tell he had placed something on the nightstand. Getting comfortable on the bed, he settled in between her legs. She felt his desirable soft lips kiss against her thighs. Unexpectedly, she felt something cold and wet go against her clit. Her body tensed from anticipation and she anxiously bit at her bottom lip. Whatever it was that pressed against her clit was soft with a thick syrup. Or maybe that was her. And yet he struggled concentrating because of the impenetrable sensations. He blew a cooling breath of air on her clit, plumping the button to peek out. Afterwards, he reached up and pressed to her lips the piece of pineapple. Eat it. She licked away her juices first before using her tongue to bring the cold piece of fruit into her mouth. Following that, another pineapple chunk glided across her nipples, nipples that hardened, and he suckled on them. His other hand playing with her clit and rubbing her nectar all over. Her squirming to avoid orgasm became erratic. It felt too good to be still. So you just have fruit lying around? He wasn't expecting that. It's called the fridge. Now shh. His snapback turned her on. He listened to her quickened breath and shallow sighs. Her firm and full breast on top of her body reached his expectations of ecstasy. His fingers trailed down her curves to become acquainted with her body. She didn't realize how wet she was until his tongue glided across her clip unexpectedly. A smooth, heavy lick that made her toes curl. Her fingers tugged on her lips, but that's when he pulled her wrist up above her head. This was a compromising position she hadn't felt before. It was being in control with no control. She knew she had all the feels, but she couldn't decide which feeling, and that thrilled her. He sucked on her nipples, and his hands juggled her breasts. Her moans were elusive and soft, hardly heard, and he loved it. She was squirming beneath his licks and kisses, and she could feel how wet her pussy was deceiving her. Maybe it was too soon, but he can tell she was on his level. He didn't feel inexperienced or overqualified, handling her body in his hands. They were meeting equally onto a level of arousal and passion never encountered before. Her pussy became molded putty around his dick. He was engrossed, giving slow strokes, watching her lips distort in pleasure. After he removed the blindfold, she opened her eyes to his sweaty and shiny body. He felt empowered to entrance her. She took him in with ease, comfort, and relaxation. He melted into her body, and she let him in. She accepted every inch of him without flinching. The entire night, she forgot his age, his gray hair, his seasoned look. She forgot her own age, too, with the way he handled her with ginger and passion. 
The smell of bacon and potatoes woke her from her somber sleep. The heavy heat tried its best to enter the cool and crisp air-conditioned room. Once her sight adjusted, Cherry, written on an envelope, looked at her from across the king-size bed and saw a flat, empty space. Although she felt disappointed, annoyed, but understood the circumstances. She counted eight grants and eight Benjamins. This was two months rent stiff and crisp in the palm of her hand. Disbelief wavered over her to process everything. She never experienced that before. She didn't know what to think of it. Nonetheless, this money was nothing to her corporate high-end job. Then she took a few deep breaths while having a staring contest with the ceiling. Tucked away beside the money was a small note. Let's do this again. Next time, I'll double it and let's invite the sun. Banana. Thank you again for slowing down with me. I hope you enjoyed listening to the read of Untraditional. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it in a voice message that I can feature in the next happy hour. And you can send a voice message through the anchor page of Hot Toddy Podcast. And if you want to know when the next episode will go live, subscribe to the Days and Nostalgia mailing list. Happy hour is a segment to include my supporters who may have things they want to air out from the latest read. And it can range from what they like, what they hated, what they wish happened. If you want to be featured in the next happy hour, there will be a link for you to send a voice message to me and a chance to hear yourself on my next episode. Let's shift through some voice notes. I'm so excited. I love when you guys tell me what you liked or like what you thought was going to happen or what you wanted to happen. It really just gives me some great energy because it just helps me see that what I wrote is relatable and that is my goal here. I actually liked it a lot. It The realism in it was really good. The way you painted the pictures, especially uh, how you used some colors to even enhance uh, my vision. And it was dope too. And you could put a face on everyone while you was writing this, I feel. Like you gave everyone a face, everyone, everyone had a, like a strong dominant role in this short it was really really cool i liked it a lot it it made so much sense and is a hundred percent relatable you feel me it was i'm i'm happy i actually got a chance to look at it because this felt like i was at abby's backyard and we chilling partying whatever the case might be but the only thing different is because no i there was one time i didn't know this person and never got to meet them again so you can actually really feel it you know and it's it's extremely cool. I liked what you did with it a lot. This story will always be one of my favorites. Like, I want to live vicariously through Cherry. You did a great job setting the characters up. I love the flirty banter between Cherry and Banana, and that sex was top two, not two, okay? And I love the possibility of an encounter happening again. And I really want Cherry's story to be turned into a full book, hint, hint, because I'm just curious to know more about her. And that line where Banana says, I'm not 62 in other areas always gets me. Like, if anybody got any single grandfathers out there, please tell them to hit me up, okay? 
Shout out to everyone who took part in happy hour in this episode. I really appreciate the love and energy that you took to let me know what's up. I'm glad that there's someone who loved Cherry because I thought I was, you know, when I first wrote her, I wasn't sure how anyone would take it. And a lot of times us women think about wanting to meet just that one certain guy who can kind of just change the game for us in the split second and I thought that would be cool to make a little spin that we hope we (laughs) encounter when we meet someone so I'm glad that that resonated with some of y'all I really appreciate it and again some of Ruth's I mean uh I need y'all to go check out that short story it really is a great summer read I can't stress it enough and I feel like I might want to combine certain storylines that I have in my head because I love the feedback and it gives me more ideas so again thanks again and thanks for tuning in for happy hour and let's get ready for late night message I'm so excited for this message because it feels like the right time to let everyone know that this is what we got to think about for a little bit so stay tuned It's time for the late night message. And once again, late night message is when I pull an oracle card to give a collective message to my listeners. And I pulled from the Monology deck and I pulled two cards. The first card said, what do you need to release? And the next card said, a win-win outcome is forecast. I feel that a lot of us need to let go of a lot of things and this pandemic is giving us time to really think about what it is that no longer is worth our time and energy and once we let go of those things and once we make peace with those things and move forward and shedding a new to for shedding ourselves for a new skin so to speak then we open more doors for opportunity we open space for blessings and more abundance in our life So I think it's a great time right now to think about your life. What is going on right now with you that you feel is bothering you? That frustration, that fear and doubt that is tearing you up. I think it's great to write it down and release that. I myself am going through a lot of self-discovery and I'm understanding that there are parts of our lives that we just cannot hold space for anymore. And the sooner that we come to terms with that, the better we begin to feel. And once we feel better, our life starts to look better or we start to feel better about our life. And that takes a lot. It's it's a lot. And I can say that I'm going through that right now. So if you relate to that, you know, definitely share. Let me know. I, I understand that we all need to feel that kind of relate to someone like you're not alone you know I know the pandemic is really having us in our thoughts having to deal with things we didn't think we had to deal with but the more you push through and fix it or let it go the better you're gonna feel and things will turn for the better Thank you again for slowing down with me. I hope you enjoy listening to the read of Untraditional. And I'd love to hear what you thought about it in a voice message. 
and I'd love to feature your voice message in the next happy hour segment. I really love to hear. <laughs> Please don't be shy. And you can send a voice message to the anchor page of the Hot Toddy Podcast. And if you want to know when the next episode will go live, subscribe to Days Nostalgia's mailing list. There, I let my subscribers know what's going on with Days Nostalgia. Give them a heads up before anybody else knows, of course. And I am right now currently working on setting up, giving the platform for my subscribers to book a tarot oracle reading with me. I love to kind of just you know, help others. I feel like pulling cards has helped me a lot and just understanding what I need to understand about myself. And I would love to send that, you know, share the wealth with those who support me because I want to support you. So, um, Hot Toddy Podcast is ready to listen on Apple Podcasts and I'm so happy about that. But it's also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker. So please go ahead, subscribe or hit subscribe on those platforms, whichever one is your favorite. Let me know. I love to know who's listening. That's like my favorite part. (laughs) Once again, thank you for taking some time with me tonight or whenever you're listening. Thank you for taking that time out. And I will see you on the next episode of Hot Toddy Podcasts. Peace.